What's up, everybody? This is Jarrett from Bowling for Soup, and you're listening to Upside Down Shark Radio. Nothing worse than Upside Down Shark, except Upside Down Shark on the radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 43 of Upside Down Shark Radio. This week, we will be talking about Star Wars. How dare they ruin it with episode 8 and now they're going to try and fix it with episode 9. All that and more on this week's episode. I am one of your hosts, Craig. Joined by the always attending, Paul Wood. I'm always here. How are you doing, guys? In body, if not in, if not mind. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> no, he's correct. <laughs> okay, okay. And... Never here, ever, ever. It's finally good to see him, Mr. Tom Baker. Hey, it's, it's like Return of the Mac, except... Where, where you been, Tom? Where you been? Yeah, where you ah, been, you Tom? know, around. You turned into the Fonz, it sounds like, as soon as you came back. I wish. Hey. I wish. Everyone knows that the Fonz got reincarnated as current era Finn Balor. Surely the Fonz is the unofficial upside-down shark mascot. He did jump the shark. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, but speaking of sharks, Craig, what is Upside Down Shark Radio? It is the premier pop culture podcast where we talk about pop culture stuff like comic books, films, TV shows, the zeitgeist, ooh, and more. <laughs> it's almost like I've heard that joke before. No, I don't know what you mean. This is <laughs> it's the almost like we recorded this before we have recorded, everything went wrong. No, this is the first time we recorded episode 43. Everything's going swimmingly and I don't want to end my life. Uh, swimmingly. Where, where can people find us before <laughs> I do end my life? Don't end your life before you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, watch us on YouTube, subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, CastBox, Stitcher, all of that. Watch Craig try and play video games and not end it all on Twitch at UDS. Pl- Is it UDS Games or UDS I Plays? Think so yeah, why not? Why? Why, why not? Are we <laughs> in the description below? It's one of those. Say hello to Paul in the street. Give him a, a friendly how do you do. Come on, high five yeah. me if you see me. If you can find me. If, if you come up to me in the street with your hand up, I will probably run away. <laughs> if you come up to Craig in any situation doing any gesture, he'll probably run away. True story. Well, I, you know, I'm still trying to settle that first lawsuit against me, so now I just think it's safe not to touch anyone. But that's just me. Tom, what's the news this week? <laughs> what's the news this week? Uh, well, since the first time we tried to record this, Stop I've got a chip. mentioning that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to eat a chip while I'm talking. Um, or a fry to our American friends. I don't eat crisps very often. Ever the professional. Uh, right, news. Star Wars. Everyone loves Star Wars. and Until um, last year. Well, Live that's your... long and prosper. Gandalf. Anyway, I liked The Last Jedi, contrary to what uh, Paul would say, but episode 9 is not right around the corner, because it's still a year and a half away, but we've got our first big piece of juicy news from it, which has been the cast list. Yay! Uh, Did you guys see this? I did. So basically, everyone, uh, all the main characters from before are coming back, uh, plus a couple of particular notes of interest in regarding new characters and returns 
The biggest one that has been rumoured for a long time is the Billy D. Williams. Uh, I've met him once, so I'm going to consider him a friend of the show. Uh, <laughs> is re- returning to reprise his role as Lando, which yes. is very exciting. Uh, we also have Nomi Aki and Richard E. Grant uh, joining the cast to play some go- some guys. I don't know who yet. I'm glad I'm my boy Richard E. Grant still getting work. Good <laughs> yeah. for him. He's one of those people that seems to be in everything, but never really is that memorable. He's he was just... a bad guy in Wolverine. Logan. Was he? Even. He was the bad guy in Logan. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? He was, he was, yeah. he was like the one that did the things with the kids. He that's, was the one that did the that, things. You are that's correct. confirming exactly what Tom just said. He's in things, but he's never very memorable. <laughs> My point proven. Um, so that's all very exciting, but one of the big pieces of news that came out of this... Uh, which is the thing that's really sort of grabbed the headlines, is how they were going to address the notable absence of Carrie Fisher, who, uh, if you've been living under a rock, uh, unfortunately died. Uh, I believe it was the 20-something of December 2016. I can't remember the exact date. I apologise. But um, CGI Tupac and Carrie Fisher on screen at the same time. <laughs> I can't mean, wait. You heard it here first. That's... What a bombshell. No. Basically, apparently they're they're utilising B-roll footage from previous movie filming. Yes, any they're using a lot of unreleased footage from episode seven. Uh, previous movie recording is that what you said? Yeah. Unreleased <laughs> movie recordings. Because uh, obviously this one's directed by J.J. Abrams as well. Um, so I would imagine that he probably knows the shot list from that film pretty well. But, yeah, I think this is probably the best way they could have done it. If they had the footage there, then, obviously, I know they said the recasting her and re... Uh, no, sorry, uh, doing the CGI was out of the question just because they considered it a tad disrespectful, which I can I can understand. Um, so, yeah, this is, um, this is the best way they could have done it, in my opinion. Uh, just chopping her in there with... Her, her as her actual self. Have you ever so, seen that uh, episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a superhero and then halfway through the film he gets really fat? I hope they don't like cut it in that badly with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> it's like, we can do this, can't we, Leia? Yes. Jiminy Jellicers. Jiminy what I'm really hoping for is that in interspliced with all the B-roll footage from uh, Force Awakens, they use footage from Carrie Fisher as herself on the red carpet where she's carrying her French bulldog and just swearing the house down. <laughs> that would be my dream thing. Demonetized. Did you ever hear about the... Um, yeah, you've, you've heard of Plan 9 from Outer Space, the famously the, one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. Do you hear about what they did with Bella Lugosi when he died halfway through filming? No, uh, no, I heard about the Drac um, during Dracula. He he died halfway through filming that. Edward recast him, basically recast Dracula. He basically he hired was it the barber from down the road and just got him to put the cape across his face. He did that in uh, Plan Nine as well. Exactly the same thing. It's that, that's just, why whenever you see old Dracula, he's got the cape across his face, and you just see his eyes. That's because it wasn't Bela Lugosi. Genius, absolute genius. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't dead, don't hide the barber. 
So are we excited for the next Star Wars film? I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really liked Last Jedi. Hello, doggy. Hi, doggy. <laughs> uh, and uh, we need a soundbite of that. Um, uh, I thought it was really good. I know it got a lot of hate and a lot of heat, but I thought it took it in a very interesting direction that we haven't seen with Star Wars before. So but I'm interested to see how they wrap it up. I have yes. seen Mark, Mark Hamill has been confirmed in the new cast list also. Force Jedi. I mean, Force, Force Jedi. Force Jedi is just any Jedi, isn't it? I mean, Force <laughs> Ghost Jedi. What do convicts and Jedis have in common? Go on. They know how to use Force. But, um, shh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We, we excited for the new one? Yeah. Absolutely. I, um, it was usually the, the older man babies who didn't like the last film. And they're signing petitions and stuff like that. And they want to refilm it. And it's like, just enjoy it. Even if it's not your thing, who cares? <laughs> it's making other people happy. It's you literally know? just a film. Yes, literally. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we will uh, keep you up to date if we hear any other juicy news tidbits that everyone else would have reported on several days in advance. Woo! What else is... What else is in the news that we can ride the crest of the wave of? Demi Lovato's still in hospital. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, and if you if you have problems, just there's no shame in getting help. Like, just just talk to someone. It's the same with Lil Peep. I know that the stigma was a little bit different with him, um, but it's the same thing. Like, Xanax make you make you feel good doesn't mean that you're going to feel good like once you're desensitised to it. So. Desensitised. Yeah. So, raiding the, the downward zeitgeist sad train... Paul, do you have any news? Uh, well, I think Tom's heading in the direction okay. that I think is the only thing that I've actually noticed this week. All aboard the news train. Yep. Um... Yeah, thinking of sad news, I have a personal story from this weekend just gone that I would like to regale you with. Oh no, please do. So I went to a London Film and Comic Con this Saturday just gone. Sorry, uh, what's that? London Film and Comic Con, also known do as mean LFCC. <laughs> Liverpool Football Club Club. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag LFCC 2018. Okay. Uh, great, great venue. Uh, it's a great venue. Olympia is a good venue, but I mean, great event. Uh, lots and lots of uh, great guests. I believe it's the first time that they've had eight actors playing who've played Doctor Who in the same convention building at one time. That's a lot of who. So, who? Those Whovians were. And you, you were know. there too, Tom Baker. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> I even bought a little scarf, the uh, scarf badge thing, to uh, remind myself what my name is when I forget. Was Christopher Eccleston there? He was. It was his very first wow. comic convention appearance ever. So that was quite a coup for them. How about David Tennant? He got announced on the Saturday afternoon to appear on the Sunday and sold out within about 30 seconds. It was crazy. People, like people lost Scrooge their McDuck. minds. Well, he's, a, he's a talented guy, I would say. He's a very charismatic. He's very charismatic. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great event overall. Um Lots of great cosplay, lots of uh, lots of great guests, lots of great stalls and whatnot. But there was a slight dampener 
on the weekend, shall we say, that uh, involved me personally and my own uh, my own hubris ge- getting in the own, in my own way. Were Would you, you like to on a virgin train again? This no, year, no, that wouldn't that wouldn't big, be my uh, fault. This is a big build up. This is uh, this is all my fault. So. Uh, I'm not sure if you two are aware of a uh, little-known um, wrestling commentator, Jim Ross, uh, often referred to as JR. Good old JR. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd never really heard of him beforehand, but uh, I mean, it's apparently some sort of legend. I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm obviously being facetious, and I, of course, know who JR is. By God, uh, King. <clears throat> he's dead. I, uh... <laughs> he's not dead. He was at Comic-Con. Oh, uh, that's good then. Then this came out he, positive. He, he was he was quoting JR. <laughs> He's dead. I know the quote. They killed him. They killed him. As God is my witness, he is broken in half. Exactly. So, JR was at one of the signing desks, and unlike a lot of, of the guests who have, uh, you basically have to get a ticket to join the a hundred plus long queue to get an autograph. No one. And I mean, no one was at his table, and I felt real bad. I had no intention of getting any autographs or pictures with anyone, because obviously, at events like this, you have to pay for them. Um, and so I uh, I went in, like, not planning it. Yep, seagulls, I can hear you too. Uh, and, uh, but then I saw him. He was sat there, clear as day, next to Mark Henry, of all people. Neither of them had a single guest near them, and uh, I, uh, a little light bulb went off in my head. Uh, I know we've mentioned on the air that we're trying to branch out with our programming and uh, have a couple of sister shows, one being All Things Simpsons, hopefully debuting soon, and the other one, Upside Down Mark, our wrestling-specific centric show uh, spin-off. And uh, be- being that we've been lucky before with a couple of uh, very, uh, very kind and generous famous faces lending their voices to our intro, I thought, why not? It can't hurt to ask, and so... so you uh, can but ask. So I went up to... Uh, so every guest has a uh, member of staff with them to sort of deal with, like, the money and obviously just look after them, make sure all their needs are catered for. So I went up to the guy who was um, with JR, and I said, is it okay to get an autograph? And he was like, yeah, absolutely, sure. So I pay, g- give him my name so he can, like, sign it all and everything. JR's looking... How much was it? Was 30, 30 pounds. 30 okay. pounds. That's pretty steep. I mean, Jason Momoa was 85 for reference. Uh, so uh, I, uh, I, pay, I pay the money. Um, uh, he says, okay, now you're, uh, if you want to have a word with JR, like, go ahead. And so I shook the man's hand and he seemed, he seemed like he'd, it was about, sort of, must have been about three or four in the afternoon. He'd been signing all day and he already seemed a bit, not, not down, but he just seemed a bit worn out, which is understandable. It was a hot room and obviously he's not getting any younger. And uh, I signed it, I asked him, like, have you had a good day so far? How have you found London Film and Comic Con? And he was like, oh, yeah, it's been it's been great, it's been swell and everything. But he wasn't very chatty, sort of. You had to sort of, like, prompt him. And eventually I went, this is really awkward, but uh, I'm, uh, I run a wrestling podcast with some friends. And as soon as I said those words, his assistant just started slowly shaking his head. And I was like, oh, no, like, what, what have I done? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I just thought i'd ask sort of things absolutely no problem at all and uh after that jr didn't really see it speak to me at all uh and uh, uh he was like all oh, the best and everything like that and uh i got my thing and i didn't really think much of it like he just says like hi tom uh all the best J- jim ross and everything like that and uh 
then I went online and I saw the other things and almost every single picture that he signs, he signs it by God, like in his spell, how he would say it, your pal, Jim Ross. Mine is the only one I saw, which just said best wishes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, rats, I've insulted JR, like the most legendary commentator in WWE history. And I've annoyed him. So... I felt pretty. I felt pretty down. Like obviously, I know it, I didn't. I didn't like kick his dog or anything like that. But you're like, oh, he's, he's an old guy. Like you don't want to. He probably doesn't even enjoy doing these events. Really, he probably does it just to like money, just sort out his pension and everything. So, um, I was like, oh, I've I've made his day a little bit worse, and I felt bad. And so, just to sort of like, I couldn't uh, find like a. I was gonna sort of email his PR people and just be like. If there is a chance that we could get him on as an interview, why not? Because, you know, I'm already down this rabbit hole. I might as well see how far it goes. <laughs> but I thought for now, just to sort of as a sm- small little token way to mend the bridges and just test the water to see how it went, I uh, I tweeted him a picture of the of the autograph and everything, just saying, many thanks, JL. What a great way to cap the day. Uh, and he only went and retweeted it, which I thought was a sign that, actually, you know what? He probably doesn't mind that much. And it ended up being my most viewed tweet ever. I believe it got about 35,000 impressions. <laughs> Jesus. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that was my little story of how I uh, inadvertently annoyed WWE Hall of Famer Jim Ross. There was, how were your weekends? There was many ups and downs to that story. <laughs> that was a roller coaster ride. Well, you know, it's just... Just an average day in my life, annoying <laughs> famous celebrities. I bet his assistant, like, how many people get, oh, yeah, i got this podcast, or I've got, I know, this, I got I this website, you know, can you just, can you just, you know, do a little voice for me, please? Yeah, but uh, the it was quite cool the way they laid it out. They had all the wrestling guests in a row, so it was literally a row of JR, Mark Henry, Gail Kim, Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn, and Hurricane in full costume. <laughs> <laughs> and you annoyed all of them for asking for an intro to your podcast. No, only JR. Only JR. Uh, although I wouldn't be surprised if he badmouthed me to Mark Henry straight away afterwards, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you should have just shouted at Mark Henry, That's what I do! <laughs> I, I should have. I should have. And he probably would have punched me. He's a very large man. It was weird seeing how big he was in real life. TV doesn't do him justice. Oh, he is, he is built. He is built. He's the world's uh, strongest man. Form, formerly, formerly, come on. Was he wearing a salmon uh, suit? He was not. He was wearing a nice t-shirt, and I, he was sitting down, so I don't know what he was wearing below the belt. But, yeah, I just, I, I appreciate that Hurricane Shane Helms came in all his wrestling gear and just sat there for the whole day in mask and all. Well, don't worry if JR doesn't like you, because I'm sure Paul does. You know, that's that's all I can hope for. Um, there was some sad, sadder wrestling news than that. Just gone. This yes. is where I thought Tom was going with his sad wrestling news. No, mine's more, more way more sad. I'm joking. Oh, okay. Please carry on. Uh, well, you, this. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, jo- I'm trying to pronounce his real name. Josip Nikola Puruzic. Also, also known, known as, as Nikolai Volkov. You, you you take it, Paul. Yeah. Um. This this week we've lost three, three people from the wrestling. Um. I want to say community. Fraternity. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously the the world famous Nikolai Volkov. Um. 
a gentleman by the name of Brickhouse Brown, who was um, quite prestigious during the 80s and early 90s. Uh, and Brian Christopher, better known as Grandmaster Sexay, died today, I believe. Is that confirmed now, then? There is, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Paul, too cool. Too cool. Yep. Now they are but one cool. Oh, oh, too soon. Too soon. Um, he, like, they were part of the Attitude Era, weren't they? They were Rikishi, so it's sad. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were on the sort of tail end of it as it as it came out. But yeah, they, um, obviously Scotty Too Hotty, um, ended up becoming a fireman and part-time wrestler. I, I love yeah. the fact that a man called Scotty Too Hotty actually became a fireman. He, his hair did suit that practice. He did. He, it, yeah, it really did. Um, I was a skinny guy, Fieri. <laughs> Only way more talented. Who got Fieri? How dare you? I heard that, Craig. I appreciated that joke. <laughs> <laughs> What's the track of the week? Let's let's keep it up a notch, you know. Let's let's keep it cheery. Are you saying you want to knock it up another notch? Bam. Bam. So. If if this doesn't get your spice weasel going, I don't know what will. References uh, everywhere. Sorry. References everywhere. That is ninety percent of what. We, well, that's ninety percent of what I say day to day, let alone on this show. Like I don't have a, a vocabulary of my own. It is just <laughs> pop culture he just, references. He just crowbars Simpsons references. You are four percent originality. Is that what you're saying about yourself? If Tom? that, if that, that is an optimistic, uh, optimistic figure. Tom's existence is plagiarized from somewhere. I know, I am literally a walking, talking community violation on YouTube. Your name isn't even, you know, there was a more famous version of you before you. I know, I know, it's horrendous. I, I stole a man's name from birth. <laughs> like, straight away, I'm already uh, infringing on something. He was born into a life of infringement. <laughs> and also, I used to have the best fringe, hair fringe that is known to mankind. So, you know... We've all had shocking haircuts. We all know. Yep. Some of us still have. <laughs> well, that's a story for another time. <laughs> anyway. But what uh, is our track of the week, Tom? Track, track, of the track of the week is Elm Tree Circle with Feel the Burn. Uh, this is for fans of emo rock bangers. Um, I believe they're from Germany. So uh, if you're a fan of a bit of kraut emo rock, then definitely check them out. Uh, you can find them at uh, Facebook at Elm Tree Circle. Uh, same with Twitter and Instagram, and their website is elmtreecircle.com. But without further ado, here is Elm Tree Circle with Feel the Burn. Check it out. Wash out all the cold legs now Who needs to see his talent? 
Hi, this is Frank Turner, and you are lucky enough to be listening to Upside Down Shark Radio. What a good track of the week that was. Yep, that was Elm Tree Circle with Phil the Burn. I'll say it again. Make sure to check them out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and check out their website, elmtreecircle.com, for all those sweet links. Banging chorus. Banging chorus. you got to have a banging chorus. Some bands don't have choruses, like any... Well, in, po- in the, the popular music, there is choruses, but the further out you go, sometimes there is no chorus. Yeah. I mean, didn't Enzo Amore not have a chorus in his big comeback track? Oh, only the most famous people <laughs> who don't have choruses is what you're saying. He had a perfectly consensual chorus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, what have you two been consuming media-wise that isn't wrestling? Uh, Simpsons, because, you know, I tell you, uh, speaking of The Simpsons, I know we talk about it a lot, almost to the point where you think we'd need our own podcast about it. Uh, I found this great uh, YouTube compilation of Homer's conversations with his brain, and some of those lines and some of that writing is just the best thing. Uh, my favourite one is, you know the one where Homer and Marge have to go back to parenting school because they think uh, that they're bad parents and so the kids have to go and live with the Flanders? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and Homer's like... Uh, to find Flanders, I just have to think like Flanders. And in his brain, it's like, I'm just a two four-eyed wiener, and I wear the st- same stupid sweater every day. And uh, then it instantly knows exactly where he is. But uh, if you listen very carefully, you can hear the voice actor. is Dan Cas... What, what's his surname? Cast- I can't remember. Castanelletta. Yeah, that Castanelletta. <laughs> uh, you can hear him crack up as he's delivering the line, and it just makes it even better. Um, you don't, I, I had to listen to it for a, a few times and get it pointed out to me, but, um, yeah, you can really notice it afterwards. It's really good. I, um, I like the, the one where he goes, he's, he's standing there just looking at something and his friend goes, you can stay here, but I'm out of here. And then he just collapses on the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> it's when, uh, the Flanders are talking about, um, a cider and he just has to listen to it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm trying to think of the other ones that were in that list. Uh, oh, yeah, it's when uh, he uh, he's looking for the peanut under the couch and he finds a $20 bill. And he's just like, oh, I wanted the peanut. He goes, but uh, $20 can buy many peanuts. Explain how. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. And he's like, woo! Uh. Yeah. Some of the writing back in the... Uh, even nowadays, but especially in like the golden era and like the mid to late 90s, was just is so underrated. We take it for granted because it's on TV all the time, and it's just so instantly quotable. But there's a reason it's so instantly quotable. It's because it is just some of the cleverest comedy writing ever, 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 ever. ever. Paul, what but have you been uh, watching, consuming, listening to, laughing at, ignoring? Uh, there have been a couple of new tracks come out this week that I've been listening to. Um, I quite regularly use Spotify, pretty much all day, every day. Never the hottest J pop. Pretty much, yeah. Now, um, obviously, they do a thing called Release Radar, uh, which tells you tracks that have come out in the last couple of weeks that you are likely to like. Likely to like, yeah. Yep. You listen uh, to this, so you might like this. Yeah, precisely. So there's um, obviously there's a new uh, Rise Against album out. Acoustic, it's really really good. His voice suits acoustic perfectly. Um, what was the other one? Um, a band I really like is the Native Howl. 
If you haven't listened to them, go and check them out. They're very, very good. I have never heard of them. Um, That's my input. Their last EP was called Thrash Grass, and it's basically blue grass, blues grass, metal, <laughs> for lack of a better term. But they're, weird. Their album, they sounded almost exactly like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Which one? Which old Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like like Cal- Californication era. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like listening to a lot of the Native Howl at the moment. But the the one I've been most impressed with at the mo- uh, this week has been um, a new track from Clutch. They're still around. Yeah, they're still going, and they've released a new song called Hot Bottom Feeder, and it's literally about fried crab. Nice. That's not what I was thought it was going to be about. That's not what I thought it was going to be about at all. So they were just like, come on, guys, we need to make a new song. We're just lacking inspiration right now. And then Craft Services is here. Oh, what have we got this week? <laughs> Wait fried a minute. Fried crab. <gasps> Wait a minute. Guys, I've got an idea. <laughs> oh, man, now you guys have got me wanting to watch My Name is L just for the crab cakes. Hey, crab man. Hey, hey Earl. What a great show. I can't believe they don't put it on TV that often anymore. Uh, so good. It was, was good it was so good. And they almost... Um, did you see the one from the same producers? Um, Raising no. Hope? No. Oh, no, I heard about this, but I didn't ever watch it. Uh, it's actually also... It's just as funny. It's the same comedy, basically. Um, what, like and trashy middle America? Pretty much, yeah. It's not quite as, as redneck as Earl. It's more like trashy suburban America. Um, But there is an episode with um, basically the entire cast of My Name Is Earl. And it basically runs on the same premise because obviously it was cancelled before they could finish the story of My Name Is Earl. So they essentially... Uh, I never never finished the series. They didn't ever actually finish then? No, it was a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's it's a cliffhanger that never got renewed. (laughs) Ugh. But yeah, they—they they, like the um. Was that? No, I was gonna say they—they they essentially changed all the character names and finished the story vicariously. <laughs> There's an episode of Cougar Town, which is similar to that, but they have all of the the Scrubs characters come in mm-hmm. because after um, Ted leaves Sacred Heart, he goes. He plays the same character in Cougar Town, except now he's a depressed person who plays the guitar and sings all the time. Yeah. And then eventually there's this one episode where it's pretty much just all the Scrubs characters on holiday in Cougar Town. Very good. Yeah. I should check that. I love Scrubs. It is a good television program. What? It is. <laughs> it still is. It's still good. It's Does still it hold good. up? Does it hold up? I haven't watched it Better recently. I would prefer to watch Scrubs than Friends. That's just personal. Yeah, I, but I, Friends has really hasn't aged. Like, even just the comedy has not aged. Do you aged mean it has nothing. aged? Yep, sorry. I'm tired and it's Sunday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's aged well, is what I meant to say. Okay. Uh, what have I, I've been diving into some No Man's Sky. I'm yeah, they updated really, it this week, didn't they? Yeah, they updated it. Um, I had to restart it after getting two hours in because... I accidentally swapped my ship for some broken down one. I couldn't swap back to my old one. Oh no! Because um, you're an idiot. Um, and I'm not really a big survival crafting guy. 
I'm a survivor. Um, but yeah, I've been slowly floating along in it, doing the main story. It's weird. It's like a role-playing campaign. Um, going through these different planets and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Is, it, is there an actual definitive story now? Because there yeah. wasn't the last time I played it. <laughs> yes, there is. Like, you still got the journey to the center of the universe thing. Uh-huh. But now there's more stuff to do around that. And also, you know, you can go into friends' games and stuff like that and explore together. I don't, I don't know what to make of it yet. We'll see. It is £15 currently. What console are you playing it on? PS4. On PS4 Pro. That's because it's about £20 cheaper on PS4 at the moment. Yes. It's weird how it's released on Xbox and then PS4. I'm just like, here, it's £15. Yeah. Uh, I may have to to pick it back up and we shall play together, Craig. That sounds good. We can call things stupid names. and Yeah, do that. And I've... Yeah, it's just weird. It makes my PS4 Pro sound like an Xbox 360. Damn. Uh, we, yeah, what a reference that is. <sighs> but yeah. I uh, have a couple of other little tidbit news items to wrap up the show, if we're going that way. Yes, let's, let's, let's wrap up your tidbits. Okay, I will go for the juicier one first, because it's completely uh, unsubstantiated and might be complete nonsense, but it's a little rumour that was floating around uh, at comic-con uh yesterday or saturday if you're listening to this when it goes live um so two guests from justice league the justice league movie were there uh jason momoa and ray fisher so who played aquaman and cyborg respectively and apparently there was a couple of guests that obviously went in to see both of them because they're fans of the franchise and whatnot and uh they both said uh that there is a snyder cut of uh justice league oh, floating around God somewhere sake. <laughs> and that it's superior in every way to the original. They said that they like the like the current cut, but they said that the Snyder cut makes it completely, completely different. So it'd be interesting to see whether or not that ever sees the light of day. But they both mentioned it, so hashtag really Snyder cut. <laughs> it must be out there somewhere. Uh, is, is that a thing that I've missed in the zeitgeist? Like, is that a hashtag that's actually been floating around? Yeah, there is, like, a big petition for people to get it on, um, you know, released and stuff like that. And it's really blown up. It's sort of like the people who are butthurt from the last Star Wars film. It's just like, you know, if it wasn't your thing, don't worry about it. That's the way yeah. I look at it, though. Well, yeah. apparently the, car- the cast have been uh, mentioning it as well now, which uh, is weird. But then it could also be to drum up talk about an upcoming film they may be starring in, right? Cause just oh, Aquaman. Get, get people talking, you know? Maybe. I mean, would you then just do it to randos that are getting photographs with you, or would you not just, like, openly say that to the media? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like that there was a non-disclosure agree- disclosure agreement which is just finished, and now they're sort of, just like, slowly starting to say it. Or it could be absolute nonsense that is just uh, Chinese whispers of uh, news that... Exactly. So, well, that that may be a hot scoop. Who knows? But uh, in more concrete news, which uh, excites me, and it might excite Craig, I doubt it'll excite Paul at all. Concrete excites uh, Tom. Craig excites me. Proper uh, hard. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Fall Out Boy are releasing the complete studio album collection uh, on vinyl, uh, including everything from Take This to Your Grave to Mania. 
so there's some, I believe, take this to your grave and uh, Save Rock and Roll are getting a repress for the first time since they've got released. I know Save Rock and Roll is getting this the first time it's going to be on two LPs, which is exciting. Um, so, yeah, if you want to pre-order that, you can get it at udiscovermusic.com. Uh, it's £170, which for Ooh. however many albums that is, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and a slip mat, it's pretty, it's pretty good deal. Yeah, that's, that is a exactly. lot of vinyl. Paul, are you yawning, or is that your dog? No, that's one of the dogs. And Paul, what's your favourite Fallout Boy song? Uh, Dance Dance. Good, good choice, good I, choice. I, that is a good song. That's literally probably the only one I can... Actually, no, Immortals, because I like that's Big that's Hero good. 6. That's a good, yes, another good song. You weeb. Um, final story, and let's just all agree this is good. Radio 1 pulls interview with Logan Paul because it wasn't good enough. Justice Very good. sees the light of day. Let's not talk about him anymore. Nope, he doesn't deserve our airtime. Yes. Um, so let's call it a day, shall we? I think that's been a uh, good show. It's almost like we practiced it once before. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Craig. I am your boy Tom. And I'm still Paul. With his dogs. And the dogs. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Come on, feel the burn. <laughs> you made this exact same joke. <laughs> I had this joke before. <laughs>